This lesson is on the signs and symptoms of ulcerative colitis. If you want more information on how it's diagnosed and treated, please check out my full lesson on this topic. Before we get into the signs and symptoms, what is ulcerative colitis? Ulcerative colitis is a chronic inflammatory bowel disease that affects only the large intestine or the colon. And it affects anywhere from the beginning of the large intestine, so the beginning noted here as the cecum, all the way down to the rectum. But although I say it can affect anywhere from the beginning of the large intestine to the rectum, the rectum is always affected. So the rectum is always affected and the inflammation and disease spreads proximally, which means it spreads backwards, up through the large intestine. Now Crohn's disease is another form of inflammatory bowel disease that can affect any part of the gastrointestinal tract. So with Crohn's disease, it can affect anywhere from the mouth to the perianal region. So it differs from ulcerative colitis in this way. And it's going to differ in its clinical presentation as well because of where it affects in the gastrointestinal system. Now, the cause of ulcerative colitis is unknown, but it's believed that it is related to an immune response to enteric bacteria. So bacteria within your large intestine, for whatever reason, there is an immune response to those bacteria in susceptible individuals. So certain individuals have an immune response to certain bacteria in the large intestine, leading to or predisposing an individual to ulcerative colitis. What is the epidemiology of ulcerative colitis? There's an increased prevalence in individuals who have family members with inflammatory bowel disease, whether that be ulcerative colitis or Crohn's disease. There's a decreased risk of ulcerative colitis in smokers, so individuals who smoke have a decreased risk of ulcerative colitis or improvement of ulcerative colitis symptoms, and this is opposite with Crohn's disease. So in patients with Crohn's disease, smokers are at an increased risk for Crohn's disease and have exacerbation of Crohn's disease symptoms. And ulcerative colitis is the most common inflammatory bowel disease in the world. And there is a higher incidence of ulcerative colitis in Jewish populations. Now, the topic of this lesson is that ulcerative colitis presents with a wide variety of signs and symptoms. We're going to talk about all of those signs and symptoms and why they occur in the upcoming slides. Now, let's talk about the signs and symptoms of ulcerative colitis. The first one is going to be diarrhea and it's going to be a bloody diarrhea. And bloody diarrhea is going to be very, very common with ulcerative colitis. It's going to almost always occur. So roughly 90% or more of patients who have ulcerative colitis will have bloody diarrhea. And bloody diarrhea is less common in Crohn's disease. So Crohn's disease is more likely going to have a watery diarrhea. Now with ulcerative colitis, the onset of symptoms differs from Crohn's disease as well. There's oftentimes a sudden onset of bloody diarrhea in ulcerative colitis, and there's a high frequency of stools and small volume of stools, whereas with Crohn's disease, it's more insidious. And this differs compared to Crohn's disease where there may be off and on watery diarrhea. Now, the diarrhea in ulcerative colitis may contain mucus and or pus as well. So all that inflammation in the large intestine, especially in the rectum, is going to cause bleeding from the large intestine, and there's also gonna be mucus and pus as well from all of that inflammation. Now with ulcerative colitis, there can also be nocturnal diarrhea, and this can also be common as well. So having diarrhea overnight or when sleeping. So when you're sleeping, you can be awoken and really need to use the washroom as well. And this can also be a bloody diarrhea. And because of all of this bloody diarrhea, this is oftentimes responsible for significant blood loss. So in patients who have their disease controlled, they may have some smaller volumes of blood loss, but in patients who have exacerbation of ulcerative colitis, this can be very significant and cause significant blood loss and other complications as well. Patients who have ulcerative colitis may also have abdominal pain as well, although this is less likely to occur. 
It's more likely to occur in Crohn's disease, as we mentioned in the Crohn's disease signs and symptoms lesson. So a lot of times, ulcerative colitis may have a painless bloody stool. So they may have an urge to use a washroom, but they don't necessarily have abdominal pain all the time, but they will have painless bloody stool and oftentimes bloody diarrhea. Now this leads into our next sign and symptom, which is urgency and tenesmus. So urgency is the feeling of needing to use the washroom very quickly. This goes along with the high frequency of bloody diarrhea that can occur in ulcerative colitis. And then tenesmus is a sensation of incomplete evacuation. Because of inflammation in the rectum, it can feel like the rectum has not been completely cleared. So it does feel like there's an incomplete evacuation after a bowel movement. And again, this is due to rectal disease. Now, we alluded to this before, but ulcerative colitis can also present with anemia as well. This is due to blood loss from bloody diarrhea. So because of all of that blood loss from multiple frequent bloody diarrhea episodes, the patient can lose a lot of blood, and this can cause anemia or a low red blood cell count. And with the anemia in ulcerative colitis, it's going to be a microcytic anemia. So the red blood cells are going to be smaller in size. And this anemia is also going to be an iron deficiency anemia. Because the patient is losing so much blood from their gastrointestinal tract, their body is going to make new red blood cells. And in doing that, it's going to consume iron. So we're going to lose iron from those red blood cells that have been lost in the bloody diarrhea. And then the body is going to produce new red blood cells. And it's going to use iron to do that. So we're going to have lower iron levels in those patients. So patients are going to have microcytic anemia, and it's more specifically an iron deficiency anemia. And along with having anemia, patients will also have signs and symptoms of anemia. So fatigue, pallor, shortness of breath, and other signs and symptoms of anemia as well. If you want more information on signs and symptoms of anemia, please check out my lesson on that topic. Ulcerative colitis patients can also have fatigue and malaise. So they often can feel unwell and tired, and this can occur in patients with ulcerative colitis due to that chronic inflammation within the large intestine. It is a chronic inflammatory state, so it's going to cause patients to have feelings of being unwell and tired. And the anemia is also going to contribute to this feeling of fatigue as well. Now, there are some interesting extra-intestinal manifestations that can occur in ulcerative colitis like they occur in Crohn's disease. So extra-intestinal manifestations mean that they are clinical features outside of the gastrointestinal system, and some of them include skin findings. One of them is erythema nodosum. Now, erythema nodosum can affect approximately 10% of patients with ulcerative colitis. So it doesn't affect as many as is affected in Crohn's disease. There are slightly more who are affected with this skin manifestation in Crohn's disease, but it can affect a significant number of patients with ulcerative colitis. Erythema nodosum is red nodules and lumps that are tender to touch, and they are present on the legs, more specifically the shins or the front of the legs. So you can see these areas here that are tender to touch, and they are caused by inflamed fat cells underneath the skin. So this is an important skin manifestation that can occur in ulcerative colitis patients. Now, pyoderma gangrenosum can also occur in ulcerative colitis, but it is less common in ulcerative colitis compared to Crohn's disease. So this is one of the skin manifestations that occurs more frequently in Crohn's disease patients, but it can occur in ulcerative colitis, and this is what pyoderma gangrenosum can look like. And the cause of this is unknown. Ulcerative colitis patients can also present with a fever, and you can imagine that if there's a lot of inflammation, chronic inflammation within the large intestine, this can induce a fever. 
Oftentimes, it's going to be a mild fever in active disease. Weight loss can also occur in ulcerative colitis patients. This may occur in severe ulcerative colitis. So later on in presentation of ulcerative colitis, weight loss can occur. Oftentimes, it's due to loss of appetite. So loss of appetite can occur in ulcerative colitis contributing to this weight loss. So unlike what happens in Crohn's disease with multiple nutrient deficiencies in malabsorption, ulcerative colitis can lead to a loss of appetite due to that chronic severe inflammation that can ultimately lead to weight loss. Now there are some other important findings in ulcerative colitis as well, although these are more rare and uncommon compared to Crohn's disease. One of them is episcleritis. So inflammation of the episclera of the eye, so the white of the eyes is oftentimes inflamed. Uveitis is also another manifestation in the eyes of some patients with ulcerative colitis. So uveitis is an inflammation of the uvea and uveitis can lead to blurring of vision. Ankylosing spondylitis can also occur in ulcerative colitis. This is an inflammation of the spine. If you want more information on this topic, please check out my full lesson on ankylosing spondylitis. Arthritis can also occur in ulcerative colitis. So peripheral arthritis, perhaps of the hips and the knees. So certain joints can be affected and inflamed in ulcerative colitis. And then sacroiliitis can also occur. So inflammation where the sacrum joins and meets with the ilium of the pelvis. So all of these are possible manifestations of ulcerative colitis, but they're going to be more rare compared to Crohn's disease. Crohn's disease is more likely going to have these compared to ulcerative colitis, but these can occur in ulcerative colitis as well. Now that we know all those signs and symptoms of ulcerative colitis, there are important complications that can occur in patients with ulcerative colitis, especially later on in their life. Some of these include primary sclerosing cholangitis. So this is a medical condition involving inflammation and narrowing of the biliary tract with subsequent cirrhosis. And this condition is more likely to occur in male patients. And with this, with this subsequent cirrhosis, there's going to be an increased risk of liver cancer as well. Now, something very, very important to remember and take note of is that ulcerative colitis patients are at an extremely high risk of colon or colorectal cancer. So they are at significantly increased risk of colorectal cancer. So within seven to 10 years of the diagnosis of ulcerative colitis, it's important to start screening patients for colorectal cancer. You can imagine that if the colon is in a state of chronic inflammation, this chronic inflammation is going to cause cells to behave abnormally, cause damage to cells, and this is going to increase the risk for cancer developing in the colon. So this is a reason why we're going to see ulcerative colitis patients being at a very high risk of having colorectal cancer. And then another complication of ulcerative colitis is what we call toxic megacolon. This is an enlargement of the colon, and it's essentially colonic distension. So the colon becomes distended. You can see in this image here, it's very, very distended. This is actually most commonly caused by ulcerative colitis, although it can occur in other conditions as well, including Crohn's disease. And it presents with acute abdominal pain, bloody diarrhea, and the patient appears very toxic or very, very ill. Some other signs and symptoms include abdominal distension, abdominal pain, shock, fever, and increased mortality risk. So again, very, very important to think about as a potential complication in ulcerative colitis patients. So if you want to learn more about signs and symptoms of Crohn's disease, please check out my full lesson on that topic. And if you haven't already, please like and subscribe for more lessons like this one. Thanks so much for watching and I hope to see you next time.